Shalom Ubracha, and welcome to TanakhStudy.com. My name is Ralph Tawil, and I have the zikhut of learning Mizmor Nun Bet, Tilim, Psalm 52, with you today. This Mizmor is a short Mizmor that has two parts. One part is the rebuke of the Rasha, of the evil person, and a description of some of his behaviors, and uh, including a curse uh, of the Rasha. And the second part is the reaction of the Tzadikim, of the people, including the psalmist himself, who will see what, what happens to the, to the Rasha and uh, be grateful and be uh, uh, or inspired uh, to, to be uh, to God. And the Mizmor begins with a historical reference to the life of, uh, and the history of David, the life of David HaMelech. And that was a very uh, tragic incident, uh, a heinous crime carried out by one of Shaul's, Shaul's uh, uh, officers, Doeg HaDomi. Uh, we're going to speak a little more about this towards the end of the Mizmor. Uh, and the, the Mizmor, other than the, the second Pasuk, makes no specific reference to the behavior of Doeg Adomi. And it's written in a very general way as well. So really it's applicable to all evil people who have positions of power and think that they are uh, worthy of praise and merit. The Mizmor begins, This is one of the Maskil Mizmorim. That means that it has some enlightenment, some understanding about the life that it's going to convey. The second Pasuk describes the historical background, the backdrop of this Mizmor. And we don't have to take it specifically as being only about this incident. It could be any, the, the, this pasuk gives us a kind of sense of a mizmor, of a person who thinks he did something terrible, but he thinks he did something great. When Doeg HaDomi came and told Shaul, and told him that David has come to the house of Achimelech. The David, when he was running away from Shaul, when Shaul was clear that Shaul was trying to kill him, David runs to runs away and he and he makes his way to a city called Nov, which is the city of Kohanim, and there he meets Achimelech, uh, and there he requests um, aid, and he requests food. David's running alone, uh, without without any types of uh, sword, any any ammunition or anything, and Achimelech is willing to help David, knowing that David is one of Shaul's trusted servants. And he gives him, after making sure that David is kadosh, that's tahor, that has not been with women, he gives him food from the, from the lechem apanim, from the, from the bread that's offered on the table in the, in the tabernacle, and he gives him Goliath's sword. Doeg was there, Doeg Adomi, one of Shaul's officers, was there, and Doeg later informs Shaul that that's what happened. Uh, Shaul is incensed at this and ends up commanding his soldiers to kill all the Kohanim of Nov. And the soldiers don't want to carry this out. And then he tells Doeg to carry it out. And Doeg uh, massacres 85 Kohanim, Nosei Efodbad, dressed in their priestly, simple priestly garments. And he uh, carries out Shaul's bidding thinking that he's doing something very loyal to show. This is the historical backdrop. Again, it can apply to any person who thinks, who does something terrible, but thinks he's doing something loyal. Let's get into the Mizmor. 
מה תתהלל ברעה הגיבור? חסד אל כל היום. Why do you boast of your evil, O oh, you strong one? It is the compassion of God throughout the day. The second part of the phrase, Chesed el kol hayom, can be understood in several ways. Uh, one might say that this mitalel, this boaster, is boasting of his strength and the boasting of his evil. Really, any power that he has is out of God's compassion and loving kindness. And if you can boast at your gibor, you, you really are boasting of something that has nothing to do with you, but all to do with Hashem's giving you that, that, that strength. Um, I'm reminded of the Pasuk in Yirmiyahu, chapter 9, where, uh, where Yirmiyahu says, us, says in the name of God, The wise man should not, should not boast of his wisdom, and the, and the strong man boast of his strength, and not the, the, the wealthy man boast of his wealth. But one, if one wants to boast, one should boast about this, Haskel v'yadorati, be enlightened and know me, ki ani Adonai yoseh chesed b'shvat ustaka ba'aretz, I am God, He, who does a loving kindness and justice and, and uh, righteousness in the land. Those are the things that I want, says God. So we're going to see later on that this, uh, this um, uh, person, this Gibor, he also trusts in his wealth. So these are two qualities that the Yirmiyah speaks about that one should not boast about these things. And here this boaster boasts of his evil and of his strength. Let's go on with the Mizmor. We're going to see more of his qualities or uh, his characteristics. Your tongue devises mischief like a sharpened razor that works treacherously. The uh, sharpened razor, this, we have to really understand the, the, the phrase over here. Uh, a tongue is compared to a razor, like a sharpened razor. Now, a sharpened razor, when it, when it cuts through, think of a surgical knife, the immediate sensation is not of pain. In fact, it cuts, it can cut deeply and quickly and painlessly, more or less. The, and, and the sharpened tongue over here of the, the person who speaks uh, treachery um, all day, is he, he carries out his things with surgical precision and also without immediate pain, but with great damage. You have liked uh, evil over good. You liked lying rather than speaking truth and righteousness. Uh, he goes on to say, you love all pernicious words, treacherous speech. That's what you love to do. You, this gibor. It could be a person that has power also and authority, and, and he, this part of his nature is that he uses authority and thinks that he's doing chesed, and he boasts about the bad things that he did, and if there's some great things, just like Doego Domi. Verse 7 describes the psalmist's curse or prediction about what's going to happen to this person. Gamel Yes, 
Hashem will pay you back for what you've done. And what will he do? Gamel yitotzcha will shatter you forever. Yachtecha v'yisachacha me'ohel. He will break you, pluck you from your tent. V'shereshcha me'eretz chayim. And he will uproot you from the land of the living. So here, using the word yitotz, which is common in the Tanakh, referring very frequently to physical structures like the Mizbech uh, that we are commanded to, to destroy and to shatter and to utterly break the, the Mizbechot, the altars of Avodah Zarah when we come to the land. It's not frequently used regarding people. It is found in Yirmiyah, Sefer Yirmiyah, Sefer Yechazkel, and one time in Yov as referring to people. So God will shatter you, smash you to smithereens. And that's uh, the prediction of the, the curse of the, of the Navi, of the psalmist, to, to this um, evil person. Verse 8 describes the reaction of the righteous. And the righteous will see it, will be awestruck, will be, uh, will be in awe of Hashem to see the, 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 this evil person getting punished. And they will mock him. They will jibe at him, saying, Yet this is the guy, this is the strong guy. Uh, this is the word gever, referring to the gibor. He did not make God his fortress. And he trusted instead in his abundant wealth. Ya'oz behavoto. Um, he relied upon his mischief. So here you have also a phrase of ma'uzo and ya'oz. He was relying upon not God, but upon his wealth. And this is a reminiscent of chapter 49 of this war 49, where we said the person, one should not be troubled when a person has too much wealth. Well, the person's wealth is short-lived, and it cannot really save him. And the um, and that the righteous who see this immediate downfall, this complete uprooting of the rasha, uh, can say, yes, that's what happens when to these gever, to the strong man who relies on his wealth and authority and power, and not on Hashem. The contrast to the psalmist, Va'ani, Kezait ra'anan bevet Elohim, Batachti bechesed Elohim olam va'ed. And I am like a fresh olive tree in the house of God. Fresh meaning green. It's, ver- it's verdant. I have trusted in the loving kindness of God. Olam va'ed, forever and ever. The olive tree is a very deep-rooted tree and, l- and lasts a long, long time. And the, and the psalmist is saying that he has relied not on his wealth and not on his power. Instead, on Hashem. And therefore, he remains just like an olive tree lasts for hundreds and hundreds of years. Its roots going deep, deep into the ground, bringing up the water, and it's always green throughout the year. Its leaves don't turn color. Don't, it stays green. So he is as fresh and verdant like an olive tree in the house of Hashem. I will thank you forever because you have done it. And I will declare your name is good in the presence of your pious ones. 
Uh, this is uh, the common idea. The psalmist staying forever writes his words and teaches others that of Hashem's loving kindness, having experienced it firsthand. Doeg uh, Adomi is um, the backdrop of this mizmor, and it's describing a person who carried out a heinous act of killing, massacring, massacring 85 pious Kohanim and Nov uh, for, for nothing that they did wrong. And he uh, very well likely was a very wealthy person as well. Uh, he's called Avir Haroim in chapter 21 of Shmuel Aleph. First uh, Samuel chapter twenty-one. He, he's the uh, the most powerful of all the uh, shepherds of all the uh, fl- flock holders, and he is um, ca- doing uh, Shaul's bidding in killing, being loyal to Shaul, killing the eighty-five Kohanim of Nov. Of course, a terrible act, and the psalm likewise speaks of a person who might have a position of power, might be in the temple, even in the Beit HaMikdash. And um, from the contrast we see to the, to the psalmist himself, who's also in the Beit HaMikdash. And except this, the, right, this evil person is always dev- devising and planning mischievous things, terrible things, and thinking he's doing God's will. Uh, very likely, we know of people like that. Um, in in Sefer Yirmiyahu, for example, Pashkur ben Imer um, is one of the officers in the temple that uh, puts Yirmiyahu, in, that hits him on the face, slaps him on the face, puts him in stockades, and is um, you know, in a humiliating thing, probably thinking he's doing God's bidding. Uh, the downfall of this person happens, uh, according to the psalm. He'll be shattered, he'll be uprooted, he'll be taken out of his, his home. And that, that way, uh, the psalmist will see God's great hand in doing this. Maybe we see, may we see in our lives all evil people in position of power uh, get their just desserts for Hashem who controls all. Amen.